Kevin, I had to run out. It was kind of a personal uh, trip out to Gemini Apparel all the way. And have you ever been out to Nokomis? No, Nokomis? I thought it was Nokomis. Where the hell no, is it's No, it's Nokomis. No, I think it's, it's Nokomis. I thought it was Nicomus. Nick- <laughs> no, no, I had nobody calling it Nicomus. <laughs> no, that's a new one. I, bro, bro, I approach life from an alternate angle. Yeah. It's I'm, Nicomus. Nicomus. I, I, I'm fairly certain it's Nicomus. <laughs> uh, Nicomus sounds like a bootleg holiday, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> you gonna get your Nicomus present? Yeah, you ain't getting up for Christmas. You get some for Nicomus. Ain't no criminal. Ain't no criminal. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, having little nothing to do with the movie, I Gemini Apparel out there that did our shirts and, and all of our posters and stuff. I had, it was a personal uh, thing, but I was out there on my way out there because I left straight from uh, TSA. I stopped on Fourth Street to grab a sandwich oh. to eat on the way out there because it's a, it's an hour and forty minutes. It's a good haul. Had for the first time the Arby's beer. Battered fish <laughs> sandwich. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now you saw the commercial, and you said, mm, "That looks good." I saw the commercial, and I said, mm, "That looks good." We both were wrong. This mf'er is mf'ing great. <laughs> wow. <Man. laughs> wow. Hey, listen, listen, Mo. Man. I'm gonna be honest with you, Mo. When you just when you said I had to get a sandwich, I said to myself, "Oh man, I, I I'm not surprised you said Arby's fish sandwich." Uh, 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 right, you and you know the Arby right on Fourth, yeah. right near the station. Yeah, it was it was easy to jump off two seventy five and jump back on from there. And Kevin mm-hmm. went. Whoa! Oh, oh, we there? We know something happened, man. I don't know I, what's happening here. That's it's okay. You that's, know, that's, that's Popeye's trying to cut you off. <laughs> no, nah, bro. I thought you got caught off in that Lovecraft country. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it sounded like. So it 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 looks exactly like they picture it mm-hmm. in the commercial. It and what I love about it, you know how you'll get a hamburger and you'll just get it wrapped, or you know, right. and, and then every now and again you'll get it's still a fast food burger, but it's like a like an In-N-Out burger where they put it in a box, but you open the box and it's wrapped in a half wrapper. So oh, it's a fancy it. sandwich. It's a yes. They okay. it's in the box, but you open it up and they've got it half wrapped, so you can eat it. You 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 can eat it without gripping the entire bun. Question for you, Mo. I'm weird when it comes to tartar sauce or some kind of topping that would be on that. And I noticed in the picture that it had it on the top and bottom. Now, what exactly is on the sandwich besides the fish fillet? I will. I, I want to say lettuce, obviously tartar sauce. Um, but the tartar sauce looked kind of pink or reddish, not like a white tartar sauce. Or am I wrong? That might. It's a white tartar sauce, okay. and it might have been the. It might have been the uh, tomatoes, maybe. Oh, there's tomatoes uh, on. Wait, here. wait, no, no, there's not. There's pickles though. Um, oh. I, I, okay. uh, uh, actually, Kevin, if I'm not there, there are tomatoes. There are. Uh, I gotta okay. be honest with you. I grabbed it you and just I just it. I just bit into it. I did see the pickles. I did see the tartar sauce. If right. I had one complaint, I might add a little bit more tartar sauce. Yeah, well, I was than what say, they put on it. I think that comes down to personal preference because yes, I need to right. have the right tartar sauce to fish ratio. Now, the tomatoes, the lettuce, I'm good on all that. Uh, those pickles going flying in the wind. Be- because you don't think they belong on a fish sandwich, be- or be- because pickles and fish just don't sound like I understand what the purpose is traditionally on a pickle. It's to 
it's to break up the the taste right like it's the it, it's something there to offset what's going on but i don't need a pickle i'm barely comfortable with tartar sauce i it's it's that's weird you say that because when i order the mcdonald's filet of fish i always add pickle always add pickle mm. I, but man. I just maybe like pickle. Uh, let me give you this. You like, but you like pickles and fish, man. That sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. pickles oh, and fish. <laughs> Only yeah, on the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like a fried fish, maybe. But yeah, that's nah, kind of. Nah, man. Little... When, when does when anybody ever say, you know, what make this fish fry better? Some pickles. <laughs> some pickles. Some pickles. Right, sour dill pickles. Listen, if I'm eating, a, if I'm eating a nice piece of grouper, I'm not gonna have pickles with it. But if I'm eating a nice grouper sandwich, I'll throw a couple of slices on it. Wait, sure. is is what what is the difference in the grouper it's not as nice when it's in the sandwich well uh, what kind of grouper you eat and i see what you're saying it's an odd thing but on a sandwich i'll eat them let me give you this well right now man we in pickle talk look (laughs) do you eat pickles aside from like on their own as a snack sure absolutely and all the time all right well then that's fine you're a pickle guy that's fine yeah they they actually have these small packets i forget what the brand is called but you can get them at Publix or pretty much anywhere where you hope they've got hot and the regular kind where it's it's really it's it's pickles in a juice it's not brine so they last and you eat it they taste great i love it i like uh i used to there used to be a pickle man that was in um orlando at the in a popcorn at the flea market right and the pickle man oh it was so good I, I'm not like I'm not gonna buy pickles and eat them. I think oh, I, I came up where like you could go, you could go to like the mini mart in Chicago. Jr. may know about this. Yeah. You could. They would keep hot. They would keep yeah. pick, hot pickles in Mo. a jar. They would Mo. give you a small hey, plastic bag like Mo. you had Mo. a can. What's that? That, that? That's called a hood. That's in every. Uh, okay. That's, yeah. that's in every city. And right yeah. next to the pickle, you can get a pig feet too. Yeah. You can get the dollar cookies. Yeah. 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 So I grew up on that. I kind of love it. Yeah, well, I know. I'm just saying. It's, uh, yeah. you know. Well, let me give you this. The beer-battered fish sandwich features crispy beer-battered cod, shredded lettuce, tomato, pickles, and tartar sauce on it. I'm going to tell you this. That toasted brioche bun, woo, we forget about it, Kevin. They, they, they really doing this beer-battered fish sandwich right. They really doing it I think it right. the, a really good sandwich, it really depends on the bread. Always. I agree. Yeah, if you really want like a really good sandwich, always, always, you always unless, have to have quality bread. Unless it's just so jam packed with meat that the bread becomes uh, inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. Basically, but the meat what, is is the bread. What happened to our boy, the general manager of uh, Arby's that called up last time we were talking about this? I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He needs to call back. Yeah. Uh, right now, the- right now, he should be listening to this and going out to personally <laughs> fish. I'm gonna catch, I'm I'm catch y'all fillets. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna get y'all a Spanish mackerel. Yeah. I, I, I will say this: um, there is. Um, Spanish man. Yeah, right. I just thought that was a Spanish man. There is no false pretense with this fish sandwich. It is, and I mean, it, you know, you're going to pay six bucks for it, yeah. but I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest with you. It's worth every dollar. Every you say dollar. six dollars? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. think we've talked about it too much now. Yeah, we have. Uh, by the <laughs> way, jo- Joey from Gemini Apparel sent me a text. No shirt, no shoes, no comas. So uh, so there you go right there. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, now getting back to the story that reminded me to let you know I ate that sandwich. McDonald's is releasing its first ever new McNug- McNuggets flavor with other menu additions. I think they're going along with Taco Bell. Everybody, it seems like to me, Kevin, fast food joints are are changing up 
their menus to maybe a COVID friendly or social distancing friendly menu. What do you mean by that? Go give it. I, I, well, they're they're paring down items that are not top sellers and 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 trying something different also to lure more people back in. Uh, I could be wrong. It just could be coincidence and timing. Uh, but McDonald's is bringing the heat and the sweet with its newest menu innovation set up to drop this fall. Uh, the fast food chain revealed its limited time only lineup of items that will be released September 16th, which includes a spicy variation to its chicken nuggets and a new McFlurry flavor. Uh, this is the first time, according to McDonald's, that it has added a new type of McNugget to its menu right there. Uh, the new McNuggets are breaded with tempura. Pura coating made with cayenne and chili peppers. Yeah, I see what they're doing. I see what Linda trying to do. Well, Linda, who, who's oh, Linda? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar with all of these CEOs. Linda, uh, <laughs> Linda, L- Linda Van Goosen. She is the uh, VP of Menu Innovation. Now, think about this job. She is in charge of menu innovation for McDonald's. When's the last time McDonald's had a new product? This is well. This is true, but l- let me let, let me tell you why. I, I want to know what has she been doing. Yeah, but uh, they don't need a pro- they don't need to have a new product because everything uh, on their menu is pretty solid, right? She is the VP of Menu Innovation. That means adding new things to the menu to innovate the menu, right? One of one of the and, right. But and, and I'm saying I'm just imagining what she gets paid, and all you got is hot nuggets and a new McFlurry, bro. I could smoke this job. Listen, why fix what's not broken? Let me tell let me answer that real quick. The news of the menu additions comes months after the chain and this kind of co- uh, coincides with what I said was forced to reduce its offerings amid the corona's va- coronavirus pandemic in an effort to simplify operations for its staff. So that's why a lot of these places are they're trying to simplify things uh, probably because they've got to be quicker, uh, they've got to be more expedient especially yeah. okay. when you're talking right, drive through and nobody's not really a lot of people are coming in. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, that's that, that's cool, man. Look, look here. This ain't that hard. Let me tell you what we cut. <laughs> let me tell you what we cut from the menu. The stuff that ain't selling. Everything we cook in here, we can hand through the window, right? So the stuff that ain't selling, let's get cuz ain't nobody ain't nobody worried about no social distancing food. <laughs> look. Linda Van Goosen has been sliding for years. Sliding. <laughs> no, she ain't got nothing on the Taco Bell CEO. The Taco Got to pull a rabbit out of the hat every quarter with a new taco with the same ingredients. Right. Yeah, but, but how, right. how many times can you reinvent a burger? But what mean, I'm saying is that that's not a real job. I well, can do better than, hey, how about some hot nuggets? Can, you, I, go ahead. can I tell you what the new McFlurry is that might change your mind? The new McFlurry, and I'll give you the name and I'll tell you what it is. A Chips Ahoy cookie McFlurry with cookie pieces mixed inside vanilla soft serve and topped with caramel. That's not bad. You think that should be a six-figure job for Linda? <laughs> Kevin, she paired the McFlurry with one of America's greatest cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Look, she ain't doing nothing just like the Coke CEO ain't doing nothing. Yo, what do you mean? The Coke CEO came up with a couple of good things like Coke Yo. Vanilla, Coke yeah. Vanilla oh, yeah. Orange. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going yeah. to tell, tell you what. He should have resigned. Like, what? Coke, Coke don't need help, and orange ain't gonna help it. Coke orange is pretty tasty. Yeah. I, I would, yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? You know what? 
you guys do all of that kind of stuff right there. You, you want it. Coca-Cola is its own thing. It doesn't need anything else. Well, uh, how about this? Coca-Cola, black cherry vanilla. Man, nobody needs that. Black. But if you want black cherry vanilla, you guys don't understand the magic which is Coca-Cola. Yeah, but you're looking at the that. The CEO the, does nothing. You're looking at that. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Hold on. You're looking at that through the eyes of a 47-year-old man, 46, 47-year-old man. These young kids coming up, they don't have respect for the Coca-Cola brand. Yeah, Coca-Cola yeah. don't I, mean nothing. I'm not talking need, about the brand. We need I'm a, talking about the product. We need options. But when I say the brand, I'm talking about the product. These First kids all, are coming up not even really drinking soda. Well, that's my point. You don't need, we don't need Coca-Cola or if you guys if you can't understand at a basic level that Coca-Cola doesn't need help it's Coca-Cola what else is like it but if what if what if Coke drinkers are dying off they have to replace the dying Coke, off uh, Coke, Coke drinkers are some of the lo most loyal look that's a misstep it's worse misstep than clear Coke and um <coughs> Yeah, yeah, so worse. That's a misstep right there, buddy. No, well, well, I think you're mis uh, misinterpreting what I'm saying. I understand that the Coke drinkers are loyal. I'm saying they're dying. They're getting old. And you got to replace those dying uh, Coca-Cola drinkers with kids that may not even think soda is healthy to drink. You got to lure them that's in. That's a losing proposition. What's next? Flavored cocaine? <laughs> yeah, what, what kind of flavor are we talking about here? Exactly. Coke don't need help. <laughs> I don't really think y'all get what I'm saying here. When you look at how much money these CEOs make and the decisions they have to make, yo, I make flurry and nuggets. I'm just saying for what they probably make and and what they have. What what are they doing every day? What's the ch nuggets? Well, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Like they well, have to. I, I want to know how deep it goes. Uh, look, and not only do you have to be like a vice president, you have to manage your staff. Uh, What's get, the staff? Sch scheduling. Yo, don't come back in here until you got a good taste of nugget. Whoever got the best nugget. <laughs> Yeah, yo, you get the only fan girl of your choice. Uh, listen, they also have to manage, like, uh, you know, being the the the, the higher up, uh, having having to manage, like, a uh, you know, all the other different small McDonald's around the country. And no, no, yes. no, not the VP of menu and they don't have to watch nothing, man. They have to come up with ideas. Innovation uh, well, is rooted in ideas. Uh, marketing campaigns, so they have to oversee. No, marketing that's the campaigns. Mar that's the marketing department. But yo, we got this nugget, make it hot. I'll be I'll be in Tahiti. <laughs> With the, with the Coke CEO. <laughs> and, I, and the first thing I say to him, I'm a McDonald's man. First thing I'll be like, orange Coke, bro? <laughs> yeah, but but but, but this Get is what I'm saying. Here. But like what JR saying, and I don't want to stay on this too long, but remember I the do. one remember the CEO of Red Lobster that came up with the with the uh all all you can eat crab legs Tuesday all Tuesday, all you can eat crab never, legs. At, and at almost, Red Lobster? And yeah, yeah, and almost bankrupted the place. That's a she dumb to, idea. And she got fired. Now who do you think the person that came up with new Coke is still there? You no. what you are one bad no. product addition away from I, losing a multi million dollar job. Last name, Mo, let me tell you who else should have been up out of here. From Heinz. Mr. Purple Ketchup. <laughs> Mr. Green Ketchup. <laughs> Get out of here. Ketchup don't need a remix. <laughs> no, no, it's kind of cool I, having different no, colors I of ketchup. With, I, I agree with Kevin Oh, man. Y'all no, ruining everything. <laughs> oh, Let's throw. What, what else you want? Let's throw some Tabasco sauce in the coat. Make it spicy. What? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, I tell you what. Let's put some omega-3 fatty, fatty crystals in your coke so it'll protect your heart. 
Well, I, I, I guess you don't want to hear about this story about Lucky Charms to sell pouches of marshmallow charms individually. <laughs> Those just marshmallows. <laughs> man, well, when, well, I'm in the wrong business, man. Well, General Mills, which makes Lucky Charms, will be selling pouches of just the marshmallows as a limited time item in September. Uh, just magical marshmallows will be sold in six ounce packages for three ninety nine. God damn, that's that's more than a box of cereal. <laughs> Yeah. Featuring the eight flavors typically included in cereal boxes. Kevin, it's mm-hmm. the first time the Lucky Charms marshmallow pouches have been available nationwide. This is actually a good idea. Well, okay, well, how's that different from a Chips Ahoy McFlurry? That's just another flavor of a McFlurry. Chips Ahoy? Hold on, chocolate? Like, how many chocolate things are we going to put on the menu? Yo, when you go to dessert places, it's all chocolate, bro. Yeah, that's true. I mean, technically, you could get a vanilla McFlurry and crunch a chocolate chip of hoist (laughs) in it yourself. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you. Not getting a corner. You're not getting a corner office (laughs) because you came for hot nuggets and a flurry. (laughs) You're not getting a corner. I'll take your corner. That's all you got. (laughs) Man, I would be the most effective CEO. That's me. That's all you got. Get out of here. Can't believe I had to come up here to tell you this. Oh man, yeah. I'm out of Uh, here. I'm going to a Trump rally. <laughs> With a mink on. Uh, all right. Uh, here's an odd story that people that watch forensic files and all these crime shows might go, hmm. Um, Dateline Miami Shores, Florida, trapped for four hours, a Miami officer's wife dies inside hot patrol vehicle. Uh, yeah, yeah. According to the Miami Herald, 56-year-old Clara Paulino got in the backseat of the SUV searching for something and then was trapped by the door's latching mechanism, which prevents it from being opened from the inside for about four hours without any way of contacting anyone. Uh, The Herald reported a partition between the backseat and the front seat likely stopped her from being able to honk the horn. She didn't have a cell phone to call for help. They found the couple's son found her body around 5.30 p.m., as many as four and a half hours after she got trapped, the paper said. Uh, Clara's fingerprints were found all over the interior of the Explorer. Uh, Clearly, she was panicked. A law enforcement officer told the paper. They are treating it as an accident, but the investigation is ongoing. That is bizarre. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we're just playing hypotheticals here. I, how do you, how does one walk out of the house and go missing for four hours and there's no car gone and you don't go out and look for him? All right. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot there. We'll just we'll just yeah. we'll just leave her. We'll leave her at that right there. But there there's. You said uh, it was fourteen hours. Four, four. four huh? yeah. 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 And I guess it's pretty hard to kick the window out. Well, uh, uh, not according to some episodes of Cops I saw. <laughs> and, and they were doing it while handcuffed. But, well, you but, don't need your hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is, this is definitely true. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another. Suspect, and, it, and this is good, Dateline, Florida. 
suspected social distancing attack at Florida Publix turns himself in. Uh, I guess that he was getting too much. This is actually Dateline, Daytona Beach Shores. The person accused, and you may have seen, you didn't see the video of the punching, but you saw what happened just prior to it. The person accused of punching a 75-year-old man who asked a woman to maintain social distancing in the Daytona Beach Shores Publix has turned himself in. Get this, Kevin. According to the police report, uh -huh. the 75-year-old man asked a woman inside the store, and you've talked about this, not to stand so close to him while they were in the checkout line. Mm -hmm. The man told police he recently had heart surgery, so he was doing his best to follow social distancing guidelines. The man told police there was no confrontation with the woman inside the store. But when he got to the parking lot, a man walked up to him, punched him in the chest, knocking him to the ground. The man then yeah, stood yeah. over the victim and said, one word and I'll kill you. Uh, the victim told police he then saw the man drive away in a vehicle with the woman whom he confronted about social distancing. Uh, I guess the woman was caught on video uh, and the news was showing uh, the video of her standing in line, store camera video, and they wisely decided to turn the guy wisely decided to turn himself in. It's just a matter of time. So she basically sent a text message. I, I, she probably was in the store. He was waiting for her in the car. Is yeah, what but, he I had, but you said you said it like when he came out, all of a sudden. Oh, oh, she might have walked out before him and told right. him, and then he. Yeah. Right, correct, correct. Well, there correct. you go, y'all. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, y'all believe in standing up for your woman, right? How about, are you standing up for your woman by punching a seventy-five-year-old man? I mean, come on. Hey, man, you got to get them brownie points where you can. <laughs> uh, I guess. And, uh, and, and, and plus, you know what? If you want me, if you want to get in a situation where you want me to fight somebody, do something about it, yeah, make it easy for me. 71. Yeah, I don't want to fight no young joker. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess it make you make a point. Uh, we got a little bit of time for me to go through some man. today in uh, music man, we history. Got, we got 9 to 9 o'clock. All right. Uh, it's got to be quick, though. I, 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 we we can't do it quick before 9 o'clock, though. You I know? mean, but you know, I'm going to get that email. <laughs> no, don't worry, about, don't worry about the email, man. Go, go ahead. Don't, we got uh, the, I, I got I, the email. I, all right. All right. <laughs> I, I got you. Uh, I, I, I want to do a Monday music thing, but I, I missed the date. So uh, today in rock history, in 1970, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, released her 17th. In 1970, this would have been her 17th studio album, The Stunning Spirit in the Dark. Yeah, but that uh, ain't rock history though uh well well well, 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 well she rock she rock as anybody nah. else uh no 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 not aretha frank she the queen of soul that's like a tagline the queen of soul okay just saying just saying <laughs> right um the uh though the album did not uh fare well it is now uh considered one of her classics uh and it has been sampled uh by by many hip-hop artists including uh kanye west who sampled the album's title track, Spirit in the Dark, on his song, School Spirit, which hails from, of course, the 2004 album, The College Dropped Out. So there you have that. T uh, today in Rock History, in 1963, Stevie Wonder became the first artist ever to score a U.S. number one album and single, Kevin, mm -hmm. in the same week. Wonder was number one on the album charts with Little Stevie Wonder slash The 12-Year-Old Genius and had the number one single, Fingertips Part 2, which is one of my favorite uh, Stevie Wonder songs. Maybe you just call it music history. Music, all right. Today in music. How about today in music? <laughs> you just named two of the biggest soul artists ever. Well, I'm going to end it with the third. Uh, today in music history, on this date, 
Prince released I Want to Be Your Lover, the single that would wind up being the first of many major singles he'd score in the U.S. The song was, Love that was song. yeah, the lead single from his self-titled sophomore album, uh, although, fut- although the future legend had released a single from his 78 debut album, uh, the minor hit Soft and Wet. Remember Soft and Wet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The record rose to number 11 on the U.S. pop charts and shot straight up to number one on the R&B singles chart and put Prince on the map. There you go, right there. Wap. Wap. All right. 